Welcome back to Platonic Life Partners, a podcast hosted by Consuelo and Melissa. Join us as we explore the beauty of Houston mother in Texas, share heartfelt stories, and celebrate the power of friendship. Let's get it. Hi, y'all. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Platonic Life Partners. Hunt down your PLP because this episode is certified to lift their spirits. Let's go, guys. <laughs> Slap the knee. You get it? It's kind of lame. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I got it. You know, we all about those puns. All right. First things first. Let's catch up. Consuelo. Oh, oh, oh. Do you see this? She just ruined your puzzle. My cat Luna just ruined my puzzle. So that's what's going on with me this week. She ruined your puzzle? She ruined I don't know. Puzzle. I think for me, more is a, is a question to you. Would you marry someone that has the same like profession as you yeah you would yeah. because i was listening to this podcast and they were like talking about like you know a lot of people um like with the strikes and stuff happening right now with the writers they're mm. like you have to think about it like oh damn like there's no income coming for both of them mm. so like that's that was the question like would you be willing to marry someone in your profession and i was like dang i never thought about it that way I would. I feel like in some ways I would prefer it because they would understand. And that's the thing. That's one of the perks that they would am- understand what you're going through. They would empathize yeah. with you, sympathize with you, like everything. They would be understanding of everything that you're going through. Mm-hmm. But there's also the downfall of like, oh, snap, you know, like. Yeah, I feel like I would be like, I like it would be awesome to be like, oh, like we're in the same profession, maybe like do the same thing. Like maybe like we're both researchers, but like, you know. Maybe they don't work at the exact same, like, university that I do or the same department or even in academia, like, we might work in different places. Like, that could be nice. Because then it's also then you risk the thing of, like, oh, it's always work all the time mm-hmm. because you both work together. And that's kind of annoying. I don't, I don't know that I want that. But I would, like, I don't know, it's nice to have a shared language yeah. and an understanding of. And that's what they were, that's yeah. what they were talking about in the podcast. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. So that's what, you know, so thanks for listening to our update. Dang, that's it. Well, I mean, all you said was that's what's going on with your week with Luna. Look, she kept, she keeps dropping them. Dang. And what about you, though? Because <gasps> well, I said I didn't have an update. I just, uh, that's something interesting that I just thought about. You know what else interesting has happened is that I just got baby's milk in the mail oh yeah she got baby's milk in the mail so i don't know i somehow got signed up for this um i'm not gonna share more about that but (laughs) no it wasn't that nefarious i just was trying to get 50 cents for signing up for something and somehow that translated into me getting uh milk for babies in the mail so cello's already out here trying to do business trying to sell them to people (laughs) yeah and she got like 20 dollars worth of coupons to go towards that type of infant milk mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i told my mom hey you know anybody that's willing to get these 20 dollar coupons they just need to give me 10 dollars for it yeah but oh she just oh, flicked another shit? she's tired of us being on the table that's what it is oh. but yeah so thanks for listening to our update now let's get started oh my god okay <laughs> Swallow, do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in them? Mm-hmm. I think I'm like halfway yes. Like okay. Towards a yes, but I've never seen one. So that's the only thing that keeps me from being like, oh, I do believe. Mm-hmm. But you've had a lot of experiences though. I've, I've felt some, yes, mm-hmm. but I've never actually seen them. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I've done it to myself and it makes me think that it's a ghost or like mm-hmm. another 
spirit there that's trying to get to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, besides that, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, because usually it's yeah you saying oh you experienced something mm-hmm. and there wasn't really a reason or or reasonable explanation for it. Yep. Um, I I don't know. I think I'm kind of on the same boat. I but I've never experienced anything anything at all like anything kind of weird so to me i think that's so i if y'all don't know like i love spooky season i yes. love everything being like scary movies <laughs> i love doing paranormal ghost tours i love that kind of stuff and i think the reason is probably because i've never had an experience and i'm obsessed with try, like i don't know i think i'm obsessed with trying to see if there is you know if um if there is something else than just us here you know um i think it's fun to think about um but i don't know that i fully believe it just because yeah same thing i haven't had experiences or seen any ghosts but speaking about believing i brought a few superstitions to the table that i found online so I'm gonna share the I'm gonna I'm gonna just say what the um superstition is. You're gonna read is. it quote for quote. Well, I'm just gonna say generally like oh, okay. this is what it is. <clears throat> and then we can talk about, you know, you tell me what you've heard, if you believe it, if you've even heard the superstition before, and then I can tell you the origins. According to this website, artsandculture.google.com. I don't know. I have not done this research myself. This is just from <laughs> a website, so don't come at me. Um, okay. The first one, and I know you've heard about this one because we just did it earlier. Jesus. Knocking on wood. Oh, yes. I believe in that one completely. You believe in that yes. one? Yes. All right. Why? I don't know. Because it's never like whatever it is that you're trying to not happen hasn't happened. So <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Knock on that wood, girl. So, mm-hmm. so explain yes. it. So the way that I understand it, yeah, is if you say something and then you don't want to jinx it, mm-hmm. you knock on you wood. You knock on wood. Yeah. So that's then the it only, doesn't happen. That's the only thing I know about knocking on wood. And you know how they say like, oh, knock on a virgin or whatever. That one is stupid. Like, yeah. why would you knock on a virgin? <laughs> But okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for knocking on the wood. I believe in that one. Yeah. And there, this website is saying it's arguably the most well-known and universal superstition, which I wouldn't have thought that. I don't know what I was thinking would be the main superstition, but I didn't think it was knock on wood. But it's true. Me and neither. Now that. now that I think about it, even like, well, at least in, from my Mexican side, some people will be like, oh, toca la madera. So like, mm. like yeah, so that's true. I don't it's, think my parents say that. That's interesting. But, or maybe they do, because we always say that. Yeah. I've always... Necessarily, yeah. I don't... I think it's more like the younger kids, but maybe it's because we know, like, knock on wood or whatever. Mm. And then, and maybe, like, my parents, well, not my dad, more my mom, and, like, maybe my aunt, they, like, do it. I knock, and I upset. And then they, mm-hmm. like, knock on wood or mm-hmm. whatever. But, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And so, apparently, the actual origins of the phrase are very varied. Um, So, I guess nobody knows the exact origins. But some suggest the roots are in the Indo-European or Celtic belief that spirits good and bad reside in trees who could be called upon for protection or um, to chase away bad things for you. What so when heck? you say knock on wood, it's like you're calling on those spirits. On those spirits? Never mind. I'm not going to knock on that wood. Chelo <laughs> said, heck no. <laughs> no, I'm not using that anymore. Um, yeah, so well, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I've never known anything about that other than, yeah, you just knock on wood. Dang. Um, apparently, Italians touch steel rather than wood. Okay. Um, Poles, so like from Poland, I guess. And uh-huh. Russians touch unpainted wood. So oh, they were going to say vodka. Oh, nah. Turks knock twice. They so have to knock twice. And Latin Americans knock on wood with no legs. What the heck? 
so no chairs. Well, I knock on any wood. I know. So I guess that, like, it comes down to being more, like, pure, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. wood. Like, not something that's been made into something. Yeah. That's oh, interesting. Cool. The more you know, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Just be out here knocking on wood. Mm-hmm. Calling on spirits. On like, spirits. You don't even know. But I guess they mean it more towards, like, the trees. Yeah, like, tree so. spirits. Like, yeah. like not, like, actual spirits. It's like, oh, like, there are um, spirits within the trees that are, mm-hmm. like, part of nature. And you're calling on them to, to help you out. Okay, let's see. Next one. The, the second one. I definitely know we both know this one. Throwing salt over your shoulder. Oh, yes. Like, if it knocks down, you have okay. to throw salt behind you. Okay. And some people say, throw salt and make a wish. Oh, I haven't heard that one. And some people say, like, some people do that. My cousin does one where she, like, throws salt and then she'll do the sign of the cross. Oh, <laughs> dang. See, I don't know all of that. Yeah. But I did, I did, I, I guess I, I knew about it, but I didn't really know when you did it. So I guess, yeah. For um, me, it's just mostly like, like if down. you knock, I don't even do it, honestly. But like, yeah. de repente me pega where se cae and then I'll throw it back and that's it. And what's, why is it bad if it falls over? Um, I guess porque te echaste la sal. Okay, that, that's, that's how I knew Yeah, te echaste la sal, so. Yeah, so mean, meaning like, oh, like. Um, and so interesting fact, one of our family friends, she told us never go borrow salt from your neighbor. So it's either no, no salt or no sugar because you're bringing back all the bad vibes into your home. That's interesting. From them. So yeah. So yeah. So like echando la sal, like for our non-Spanish speaking besties, it's kind of like, oh, like you're bringing the bad luck to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, you're jinxing. You're jinxing. You're jinxing yes. Um, so when you do that, it's like, oh, like if you throw some salt back over your shoulder, you're getting rid of that. So mm-hmm. like knocking on wood, the superstition also involves the idea of warding off evil in this case, the devil himself. Oh, Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper, Jesus's betrayer Judas is portrayed as having accidentally spilled salt. <gasps> so, since Judas was associated with doing something bad, the argument goes that so was the salt that he dropped. So, what? Um, and throwing it over your shoulder would blind the devil waiting there. Dang, look at all these things that we're doing, but we don't even know why. <laughs> like the origin, where it yeah. comes from, or anything like that. Like. Dang, that's interesting though. Mm-hmm. And then there are other versions um, of throwing salt. Yeah, of the superstition. Um, I don't know what old scratch is. Oh, that is either. But that's what they're saying. I don't know if that means the devil. Um, it was thought to reside on your left shoulder, oh. ready to tempt you. So the salt was thrown to the left. Yeah, it is because you know how you have an angel and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and a devil on your shoulders. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. So others say that it was just the value of salt um, in ancient times that led to the belief that to spill it was to incur bad fortune. So, you know, not, nothing necessarily spiritual about it. It was just, hey, this is very valuable. It's worth a lot. <laughs> don't don't spill it. You <laughs> don't, just spilled it. You're bringing us bad luck. Don't you try none of that shit. Um, number three, walking under a ladder. I've heard of that one too, but I've walked under ladders. I have too, but I, re- I have a very specific memory of being in... Um, we used to have one of those pools that you would fill up in the backyard, mm-hmm. but like the ones that were a little bit taller and I had some friends over and, you know, the taller ones have the um, stairs in them yes. and we were like passing through under and then it became a whole thing like, oh no, you're crossing under, you have to go back the same mm-hmm. way That's you what came. They say, but and okay. so it was a whole thing and I remember being so stressed, like, oh no, we got like everybody like go back and it was a whole thing, but otherwise I don't really think about it. Me neither. I've walked under stairs. Yeah. And so the the superstition of not wanting to walk under a ladder has roots in Christian symbolism. 
the Holy Trinity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit led to an association of the number three with something sacred. The triangle with That's its, what I was going to say, because it created yeah. the triangle? The triangle with its three sides came to be regarded as sacred as well. And a ladder, of course, forms a triangle. So naturally, to walk under that ladder would be to destroy the sanctity of the Trinity and incur punishment. Well, yes, so. But you know, the triangle is also Illuminati. <laughs> that, that's, that's a more a more new world thing going on there. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, the ladder's resemblance to gallows also didn't help matters, nor did the fact of the obvious danger of something falling from it. So I guess people were mm-hmm. just generally as a safety thing. Egyptians apparently thought that one might accidentally spot a god going up or down on a ladder, and so they avoided it. Okay. And so interesting. Yeah. The more the more you learn, the here. more you know. Uh, number four, broken mirror. That one I heard that if the mirror gets broken, like if you break it or whatever, um, what you call it, you get seven years of bad luck. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. And yeah, and it likely has its origins in the simple fact that reflections of ourselves are uncanny and often unnerving. Mm -hmm. So humans have long had bad associations with them. Um, In general, mirrors, I don't like them. And then especially because they say, like, you should never put a baby in front of a mirror because it's bad. Mm -hmm. Because it's, I guess, I don't know how it is. I guess they say, like, an evil spirit can get trapped in the baby, especially if the baby is not baptized. Mm -hmm. So... That's why I'm like, oh, I don't like mirrors. So I don't have a thing in my room. In my room, I don't think I have a mirror, but I do want to get a, a floor length. Not a floor length. Like a, those mm-hmm. big mirrors, the top to bottom ones. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. I always try to avoid putting babies right in front of a mirror because that's always been instilled ever since like my little cousins and stuff. Can mm-hmm. I mirror espejo? Y que lo otro porque un espíritu lo va a agarrar. And it's like, the fuck? But yeah. Me not being baptized. <laughs> Woo! Um, there was a Greek myth of Narcissus, mm-hmm. or the idea that a crack in a mirror would somehow break its charm or traps one's soul. Oh. Um, and the way I've heard it, it's, it can bring other, like it's a portal almost mm-hmm. to bring bad spirits, not necessarily to a person in front of it, but into the space. Mm-hmm. And so I've always heard, don't put a mirror with its back facing an outside wall because then that you're leaving it vulnerable mm-hmm. externally to yeah. come inside. Um, so that's really interesting. Obviously breaking it, bad luck. Um, but mirrors are kind of creepy. I've noticed, I realized that I don't often look at mirrors and it might have to do something more with like self-esteem issue. <laughs> but I realized that like I'll go in the restroom and I won't look in the mirror. And then afterwards I'll be like, oh, I didn't check. I didn't check my hair. I didn't check my makeup. Like, Cause I do this. I'm just looking down oh, at my hands. I don't, look at, I don't look at them. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. Like when I'm brushing my teeth or whatever and all this and that, like I will try not to put my back against the mirror. Like, mm. my back facing the mirror. Like, I'll always be looking yeah. in the mirror. Um, Because I always feel like something's yeah. there, like, trapped in that. It is scary. Yeah, it is I don't scary. look at it. I don't look at them when it's dark either. Mm-hmm. Um, So that one is like, oh, yeah, we definitely believe in that in some way. Um, um, It was the ancient Romans who contributed to the notion that a broken mirror would bring seven years of bad luck. Since it was believed that only poor health would cause a mirror to crack. Um, the number seven was seen by the Romans as the number of years required to complete a full life cycle of sickness and renewal. So a broken mirror meant you were headed towards um, seven years of, of bad luck to pull yourself out of that. Dang. Um, that's that kind of, that's scary. I've never actually broken a mirror though, so. Me neither. I don't want to find out. <laughs> um, number five, step on a crack, break your mother's back. Oh yeah, I've heard of that one too. But I think one time I stepped on it and I was like, my mom's okay. 
<laughs> so every once in a while when I'm walking, I'll suddenly find myself like, oh, like don't step on a crack. Yeah. And then, but after a few steps, there's just yeah, no way, me. unless you're actually avoiding it. It's just, it's like, nah, this isn't, this isn't working. And so, um, as with mere cracks in the earth on a sidewalk or almost anywhere have long been seen as portals to the supernatural, to step on those cracks might be to invite or release unwelcome spirits into the world ready to do harm. So I guess somehow that turned into it. Doing harm to your mom specifically. Oh. Probably just because it rhymed. Yeah. Um, que chistosos me salieron. Mm-hmm. Lucky pennies is number six. Okay, so that one, I, I know. Yeah, me too. I know that you get it when it's heads up. Yeah. And if it's not heads up, you turn it to give mm-hmm. the luck to someone because you yeah. don't want bad luck to come to you Yep. because you didn't turn it. Yeah, that's um, what I do. And I also saw once my dad and I started doing it, he'll see like a, a penny or any coin with the heads up and he'll do like the sign of the cross. Mm. So I'll do that too. Like I'll pick it up. I'll do the little sign of the cross, like just a little cross and go on mm. with my day. I'll do that. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's cute. But yeah, like I have several pennies just around where they're like in pockets and I just, I just leave them in there because mm-hmm. they were quote unquote lucky pennies that I picked up. Yeah. That were face up and. So the idea that finding a penny would bring good luck originates in folk beliefs. In the case, in this case, based on the idea that metal, regarded by ancient cultures as quite valuable, was sent by the gods to protect those whom they favored. So pennies being made from metal, find them and you'll have good fortune. The ones now aren't made from metal, are they? I don't They're know. Copper. I guess. But interesting that you said that. So a family member, she went to like this lady, you know, for Olympia or whatever. And then the lady told her, okay, your girl, like your house is really fucked. So you need to put a penny on the four corners of your house. Mm. So inside the house, she put a penny in each corner. So like, um, las cuatro esquinas tenían un penny. Mm-hmm. So I guess it makes sense coming from what you read that yeah. it wears like the bad spirits or like vibes yeah. or anything like that yeah. away. And they get good fortune from it too. So yeah. And also I just realized as I said that last thing, it's like copper is a metal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I was like, metal? Metal could be a lot of things. Excuse me. But yeah, be careful. Some say the luck could break either way and that if you find a penny tails up, you should turn it over mm-hmm. and leave it for the next person or you'll actually have bad luck. Hey, see? So, look at us. Where'd that come from? Uh, Artsandculture.google.com. But no, it not girl. Say, like, oh, it doesn't say like the origin or... Oh, well, like, in, I don't know about that specific last part, but the um, ancient Roman, English, American interesting Mm -hmm. it's funny how like from generations like past yeah you still like have these superstitions and stuff yeah dang and that one that one i do like 100 percent. like i always do um number seven lucky horseshoes i don't really know much about it me neither i just know i know that yeah lucky lucky, yeah. yeah that's it but that's it so the earliest origins of the horseshoe as a good luck charm are in the are with the pagan moon goddess diana and her sacred vulva. As with pennies, metal being seen as both valuable and magical, iron in particular was thought by early Europeans as something capable of warding off evil spirits. And as with the Romans and the lucky number seven, horseshoes frequently featured seven nail holes. Oh, don't know how that relates to <laughs> this this goddess diana and her sacred boba but okay the most famous story of a horseshoe bringing good luck refers to the story of saint dunstan who apparently worked as a blacksmith 
And one day the devil rode into his shop requesting shoes for his for his horse. And Dunstan, recognizing the devil, played it off. And rather than nailing the shoes to the horse, nailed one to the devil's foot instead. And <gasps> in agony, the devil agreed never to enter a house with the horseshoe nailed above the door. Oh, so that's why they're used. I yeah. Guess, to keep the evil spirits out, también. Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, next one, Friday the 13th. Obviously. I think it's my fave. You know, mm-hmm. I love Friday the, the, thir- the 13th. The 13th? The 13th. I don't know. I feel like that day has like a specific vibe, you know, but I like the vibe. Um, Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just, I'm just looking at you. I feel like, I don't know, again, with me liking all the spooky stuff, it feels like, oh, like this is like a day to like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you're a little more, uh, well, for me, like I'm a little more aware of like the day, like, oh, like. Things could go really bad, right? That's what they say. Like, mm-hmm. this day is bad, or like a bad luck day. So let's make the most of it. Yeah. And I don't know, like, that's kind of how I end up. For you, it's Friday the 13th. For me, it's when it's a full moon. Oh. Because the kids act fucking insane. Mm-hmm. For real, for real? For real, for real. Oh, like, you, like, they just start doing shit that you're just like, why the fuck are you doing that? And then Yay. you look out and you're like, oh shit, it's a full moon. That's why they were acting like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Oh, heck. Because that's what they say, right? But I've never, like, um, experienced that. And I think they say, like, people say that about, like, oh, that's when emergency rooms have uh-huh, a lot of people. That too. But I think people have said that's a myth. Um, I'm not sure. But it's really interesting. Like, there's got to be some truth to it. Um, like the number seven for the Romans, magical significance has been attached to the number 13, but this time it's unlucky rather than lucky. Um, origins are European, Christian. The number 12 has frequently been seen as a positive, so naturally making it, making its nearest neighbor number to the north negative. Um, the 13th is also seen as unlucky because once again, the great betrayer Judas Give me one second. I lost my spot, y'all. I lo- Judas uh, was the 13th member of the dinner party that led uh, wow. to Christ's crucifixion. Wow. So, yeah. In addition, Friday the 13th of October 1307, King Philip IV of France was arrested and put to death. So I guess it's like historically. Yeah, been it's like, just been a bad day, Friday mm-hmm. the 13th. Interesting. There's a lot about Friday the 13th. I heard a, a podcast episode about that once. That was so interesting. Um, Number nine, my second fave. What do you think it is? Damn. Black cats. Yes. There we go. See? Probably my number one fave. Yep. Black cats. Um, Another superstition associated. Um, So cats usually have been associated with good luck, but um, our dark colored feline friends sometimes around the dark ages, um, started to be seen as bad because Pope Gregory the IX um, declared them an incarnation of Satan. Yeah. So, fuck that guy. Oh, because know? a white man said. Mm-hmm. So things went downhill from there. Um, they were burned in the Middle Ages in bonfires on holy days. And um, like like the first Sunday of Lent and even Easter. And so, yeah, they were connected to the practice of witch- uh, witchcraft and obviously the color black. This has generally been associated with evil and death, which we could get into, and that could be its own episode, but let's not. <laughs> let's not open that kind of worm drain. Um, yeah. I just, black cats. I'm on a quick note. Um, I see them differently now, ever since you told me that they're the less likely ones to get adopted. Mm-hmm. Now, like, damn, maybe I should look at them differently. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the black cat. 
Yeah. And they get like hurt really often around Halloween. Like people will, oh, yeah. will, will hurt them and or and sometimes kill them. So we don't let our we have our we have a black cat a little called Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer. But um we call him Lucy or Lucho, you know. But that you meant the shelter that you go volunteer. You mean your actual cat. Yeah, my yeah. actual cat. It's like wait, we you don't, got one at the shelter, dude. We don't we don't let him go outside. Oh, that's like good. around home. You'll protect him. Like he wants to though, so like we just make care like are more careful about like making sure he's in the yard and mm-hmm. bringing him inside when it starts to get dark, like that kind of thing, because he starts peeing everywhere <laughs> he goes outside. But yeah, there's some of um like they're just hated like you can't like oh like they walk across you on the street that's bad luck and so people yes, take that anything. super mm-hmm. super seriously and so the poor things yeah they they usually the ones to get adopted last oh at shelters yeah. but in my book black cats are luck they're the sweetest okay number 10 fingers crossed oh i'll do that mm-hmm. i'll do fingers crossed when do you do it like what what does it mean to, you? to me it means like good luck good luck yeah have you heard or like or like, like making a wish yeah have you heard the one where it's like, oh, if you say a lie, but you're crossing oh, your too. fingers, mm-hmm. it doesn't count. Um, but you got to hide it so they won't see Yeah, it. you got to so hide you it. Put it back of your head, back of your, like in And then in another back. one that I do is if you're like on the freeway or whatever, and there's like a train that can, that passes like on top or whatever of the mm-hmm. highway. If you go under it while the train is going and I tend to cross my fingers and you make a wish, sometimes the wish will come true. It's only happened maybe oh. like two out of five times for me, so. Mm-hmm. Not a very good track record, but yeah. <laughs> it's done some of its luck. So comes uh, this superstition comes from pre-Christian pagan times in Western Europe, when the practice of making a cross with your own, um, with your own and the index finger of another person was thought to concentrate the forces of good spirits and to seal a pact or a wish with the fellow crosser. Wow! Let's do it. Yeah. That are that are. Podcast will go to a thousand down. You asked for it. No, we're close. Cello's face was like, bitch. I y'all. If it happens, oh. <laughs> Over time, people realized they could simply bless their own wishes by crossing first their two index fingers and then later simply the index in the middle. Ah. So it's transformed over time. Interesting. Nice. Oh, okay. You know, I actually know more about these superstitions than, than I thought I knew. Yeah. Which is funny that you say that because this next one I had not heard of. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Um, number 11. Chewing gum at night. Oh, no. I've never heard of that one either. Yeah. It comes from Turkey. Apparently in Turkey, it's thought that if you chew gum after dark, the gum, it's transformed into the flesh of the dead. Ew. Mm-hmm. So you don't do that. What the heck? I don't know exactly why, but it doesn't say. It just says turns into the flesh of the dead. So you don't chew gum at night. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next time you're chewing gum at night, just think of that. Ew. This one I had heard of, number 12, uh, the number four in China. It's bad it comes luck from to China, them. but it's yeah. A, it's bad luck to them, right? Yeah. Why? That I don't you know. know. <laughs> um, okay, so like with us, it's like, oh, 13 and 7. Um, but for the Chinese, the number four is um, similar to the word for death in China. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I think my, one of my friends had mentioned. And say so you don't say four, or which is funny because I feel like four is one of my lucky numbers. Me too. I love four. I love the number four. Um, this one's also interesting. Number thirteen, which they should have made thirteen Friday the thirteenth, but who am I to say? Um, writing love letters to Juliet Capulet. I don't know who that be. Juliet. Juliet who? By Romeo Juliet. Oh. <laughs> Girl. As you know, I'm not the one that reads literature out here. <laughs> I've never read Romeo and Juliet, actually. Me neither. I've never read, but I didn't know that was her, that was her last name. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, Capulets. Girl. Never heard of them. Verona, Italy. So in the in the um, play, we all know Romeo and Juliet. So in Italy, where the Capuletti family supposedly lived, visitors can write their own love letters to and even rub the right breast of the nearby statue of Juliet. And this is in hopes of earning her favor like the Romeo of long ago. But Romeo died. Exactly. So No, negative. I don't, I, I don't think they have their shit together. Over no. There. Yeah, and it says even if the pair themselves were not so lucky. Mm. So I guess like their unluckiness brings luck to you. I guess so. Maybe. It's like it's like I guess you're hoping it goes uh-huh. better for it you. It goes better for you. This one I know you have strong feelings for, and I do too. Ooh. Curse of the evil eye. Oh yes. And we're gonna talk about this more in our next section. So we'll pause on that, but I will say um, as a common belief spanning the Medi- Mediterranean, Middle East, and South Asia, um, that's been held for thousands of years, it is said that to achieve too much success would be to invite the anger or inspire the envy of the gods. La envidia. Mm-hmm. Who would then smite the unfortunate individual with a reversal of fortune. So in response to this, people began, people across the Mediterranean began fashioning amulets and bees with an image of the evil eye. Of the evil eye. Sometimes referred to as the Nazars, which would then help ward off that horrible fate. We'll talk more about that because that's big in our culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifteen, tucking thumbs in inside of a cemetery. Cemetery. Like you tuck them in your pockets mm-hmm. while you're in there? I'm not sure what that means, actually. Okay, so finish with that and then I'll tell you one that my cousins told me about. Oh. About cemetery. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one's in Japan. From, the Japan, from Japan. So the Japanese similarly tuck in their thumbs when in the cemetery visiting the graves of dead relatives. This comes from the connection between the Japanese word for thumb and its meaning as the parent finger. To tuck one's thumbs in inside a cemetery then is to protect one's parents from Aww, death. That's cute. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. So one time I was in the car with my cousins and then the youngest one out of that family was like, oh, we're about to like go through a cemetery like we were driving or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to go like buy it or whatever. So she was like, so make sure you hold your breath the whole time. So nothing yeah. bad will happen to like yeah. your loved ones or whatever. And I was like, I never even knew about that. So now like I try, like if I see I'm going to go through a cemetery or whatever, like mm-hmm. I'll hold my breath from beginning all the way to end. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're a bit. Too. Yes, they're super long. Sometimes. I think about that. Too. I don't always do it, but. Um, I always think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, they say that thing." Um, so that's really interesting. But this is a this is a nice one. Like, oh, yes, that one's sweet. Um, this one actually, I just heard about from my mom uh, a few weeks ago. Sixteen giving yellow flowers. Giving yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. The only thing I know about yellow flowers is that it's the friendship flower, which is funny because, oh. um, like uh, in Russia, yellow flowers in particular as, are seen as problematic. Oh. As they are thought to represent infidelity, separation, <gasps> and even death. Dang. And that's what my mom knew because my aunt told her that. Mm-hmm. And she brought it up when my, which basically, I guess, my sister-in-law mm-hmm. gave her uh, a yellow flowers with yellow flowers. Dang. And my mom was like, hmm. But it was like, oh, like, you know, like, we also know this other side was like, oh, like, yeah, that means, it means friendship. It means friendship. So it depends on who, who you're, you're talking, talking to. to. Yeah. yeah. What culture they're from. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, where you are located. So be careful who you give flowers to um, and what colors you give them. Okay. And the last one, 
which is also pretty weird. I've never heard of this one. Itchy palms. That means you're going to get money. Yep. Um, it comes with an extra, a bit of extra spending money. Um, if your palm begins to itch, that's what it means. So I heard that if you're itching from your right, you're going to get money. Mm. If you're itching on the left, you're going to have to give money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like debes o algo y va a venir la persona a pedirte yeah. o así. Yeah. That's, that's what I know from that. Yeah, it comes from the Caribbean. And yeah, mm-hmm. the itchy left palm means you will owe money. And the itchy right means money is coming your way. The left hand seems to hold passive energy and the right hand active. So maybe that's why um, there's that difference. Are there any... That was it. Is there anything else that... Uh, I don't think another so. now, now I'm just thinking about them, but no, I never, I don't think of, I can't think of another one because I'm still thinking about all these other ones that we were talking about. Yeah. But the um, only one that I have heard, like relatively recently, um, was I was in New Mexico and someone was talking about this one where if you are crossing a light and it goes from green to yellow, right when you're crossing it, that you have to lift up your feet to not be touching the floor of the car. Like you have to heck? lift them up as you pass through. Why I don't exactly know. Like I don't know what they the significance of that was, but yeah. I think now that you say that, another one about with feet, it's like cuando están barriendo. Yes. And like they're like, no, don't, don't, no barres mi feet because me voy a casar con un viudo. Yep. It's like what? Which is so actually that. I feel like I saw this. Maybe it was on the list and I just skipped it. I did skip it, so You did? Yeah. It's on there? Yeah. Wow. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. If anybody was counting, they were like, that was an eighteen. Um, yeah, number 17, sweeping feet, um, actually comes from Brazil. Be careful because if you are sweeping and you sweep, um, the broom over someone's feet, um, it means that, or no, if your feet are swept over by a broom, that you will remain single for the rest of your life. Dang, single. Mm -hmm. See, over here we're saying you're going to end up with the butyl. Dang, no, the curse can be broken if you immediately spit on the broom. Ew. So if that happens to you, just spit on the broom. I'm not going to be spitting no broom. <laughs> the exact origins are unknown, but legend has it that a woman who cannot keep house does not a good wife make. Oh, that. But, yeah. Interesting. All right, y'all. What did you? y'all think? No, that was just it. the was New it. Mexico one? Yeah, other ones. Um, I think most of the ones that I know were on this list. Yes. I can't think of any other setting. I can't think either. But I think that's it. Yeah. And then this one's not so much as a superstition. But, um, so when we go to Mexico, we always go visit this baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so then one time when I carried the baby, I was like, dang, he heavy. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like, that pesado. I think we were all talking about it. And I was like, estaba pesado el niño, verdad? And then, like, everybody was like, sí, como que ahora estaba más pesadito. And then my grandma, she, I don't know, I love my grandma. <laughs> but she'd be, she'd be out of pocket What'd sometimes. She, she was she like, say? she was like, um, she was like, él no está pesado, él no más pesa los pecados. Y uno, I was like, hola, madre. Ah, oh, damn. He turned it back right on yes, you. Yes, right on, that, like, back to us. No, it's so weird. But yeah, but that baby Jesus, like, is el niño de Tingampato. He be, man, he be a trickster. So mm-hmm. when we went another time, um, we had, it's when it was really famous to use, like, the cameras, like, mm-hmm. the video cameras. Mm-hmm. Not the video cameras, but, like, um, the digital cameras that can show you the pictures that you just took. And so we were trying, we were, my dad was going to take one with him, and then, like, the camera wouldn't click. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't click. It wouldn't take the picture or nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you would give it to, like, my brother, and it clicked. You would give it to me and it would take the picture. And so then my dad was like, I don't know what I did. Like, I don't think I did anything bad. We're like, hmm, what'd you do? That this baby mm. Jesus don't want to take the picture with you. 
And so then the lady got after the baby Jesus. Like, she was like, Andale, niño, vinieron desde allá para venir a visitarte. Te trajeron un regalito. Y tú andas muy grosero. No quieres tomarte la foto with baby Jesus. I mean, with, 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 con mm -hmm. el señor. So basically, you know, the lady was saying like, hey, you know, like, they did all this to come and see you and you're not willing to take a picture with him. And so then that's when it finally let it click after she got after him. Mm -hmm. Pero cuando la revelamos, like when we like printed them or whatever, when we went and got them, his were half black. Damn. Half black. And you just saw his face. Like baby Jesus did not want to be in that picture. Mm -hmm. So to this day, we're like, what did you do? Mm -hmm. What did you do? And he's like, I didn't do nothing. But we'll see. He's keeping some dark secrets, mm -hmm. Chandler. Mm -hmm. Let me find out. That man. Let me find out el tío. El tío be out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, well, let us know if, like, yeah, how, if any of these were stuff that you grew up hearing or anything that you believe in or maybe not so believe in. I think these are fun to follow and believe in in, in some way, kind of like ghosts. It's like, eh, you know, not entirely yeah. sure it's true, but, you know, I'm still going to pick up those pennies. I'm still going to avoid yeah, you breaking still, the mirror. You still do them, even exactly. if you don't believe them or whatever. Like, you'll still do them because you'll be like, eh, you know, I'm like, know like, like deep down, there's yeah, deep a little down. bit of belief in there. So let us know what y'all think. So these were interesting. These 18 were interesting. So when we come back, we're going to chat about our favorite, Mexico. Yes. So, Cello, we talked about this a little bit, but do you think that the superstitions I mentioned earlier line up with what we grew up hearing? as Mexican-Americans, Latinas. I think most of them. Most mm -hmm. of them have, like, their mm -hmm. own part or, like, um, their significant part in, at least for me, for my Mexican culture and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, especially, like, the penny and everything. The broom. Yeah. What else is yeah. there? Um, the ladder, the mirrors, all that stuff, too. But Yeah. I feel the same thing. Same thing. I think um, it's really interesting to hear because none of them have, have like, had Mexico as... At their origin, origin, yes. Which is really interesting to then see how... Because a lot of it feels so entrenched in our culture. Mm -hmm. You grew up hearing some of it. I grew up hearing some of it. So a lot of our friends grew up hearing about it. Like a big one is the evil the evil eye. Uh -huh. El ojo. El mal de ojo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do, you want, do you want to say what it means to us? Well, I think to us mostly it means like... If you say, oh, no, no le quiero dar ojo. Like you'll mm -hmm. touch like whatever that person has, like whether it be a shirt or something or their glasses, like an, mm -hmm. uh, a, material, a materialistic thing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Or also like us, particularly my mom, she gives a lot of ojo to babies. Mm -hmm. So she'd be like, I need to touch your baby before I leave. Mm -hmm. Because they also say the person that does the ojo can die from it. Oh, So either the baby can die from getting too much ojo or yeah. the, even the person that gives it. And I, think, I didn't know that I part. think she knows about one case where like the person that gave the ojo ended up dying. Mm. Not necessarily. I don't know if it was because of Actually, the ojo. Actually, no. I or... think you're like. Well, no. I did know that about the person giving ojo. Yeah. So it can happen yeah. both ways. And then, um, and I guess it depends on what like part of Mexico you are. Because when my parents got together, and then um, obviously I came, like whatever time I came after, my dad said that my mom would always talk of like, oh, we need to get her the red bracelet porque el ojo, you know, and all this and that. And my dad was like, I don't believe in that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you, like she'll be fine. And then they said that one particular day, I was just freaking crying the whole mm -hmm. night. And then my dad was like, well, what's wrong with her? Like, did you, like, is her diaper changed? Like, we just fed her. Like, what's up? And then my mom's like, no, es que I think it was the ojo. Like, we need to go take her to my mom para que la barre. And then my dad was like, nah, 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 she'll be fine. Like, she'll be fine. 
And then I guess my dad couldn't take it anymore. Like, I guess from hearing me cry and whatever. And he was just like, you know what? She's suffering. We need to go to your mom and see if this will stop. And so, yeah, my mom, my grandma, she grabbed that little huevo. And, you know, they do, like, the mm-hmm. little prayers and all this and that. And then I was fine. I was fine after that. My dad was like, okay, I guess I believe in it now. The exact same thing happened to me. Really? Like, pretty much the exact same thing. I wouldn't stop crying. And I wouldn't stop crying. So, my mom was like, we have to take her. And we have to take her to, uh, um, I don't know. Like, it was my aunt. I don't know, like, what side of my parents because this would have been here um here meaning like houston Houston. like i don't have a lot of family here it's like and same thing like it was like ah like no it's not that no it's not like she'll come down i didn't stop crying and then they took me back in my barren i was gucci yeah i don't know i I believe in it after that my mom learned how to do it Mm -hmm. and now she does it like if i feel like i gave ojo to a baby right away Mm -hmm. like i'll go like either rub their head or i'll do like a sign of the cross on their forehead Mm. like i'll do that and then one my uncle the one that lives here he gives i guess our whole family gives really bad ojo um he'll like touch all the babies like their heads Mm -hmm. and then he'll lick his finger which is really disgusting but he'll lick it and he'll do the cross on the Mm -hmm. forehead learning a lot about you cello you really religious yeah (laughs) me yeah yeah um yeah because i don't do that but like i will like yeah like kids like all like like oh like like, yeah rub their little head or whatever um but same thing with like anything like anything that i look i'm like oh that's really nice like when you touch it and i and i think it i wonder well because i remember in high school i told this girl that i really liked her earrings and i was like oh let me touch him so i won't do a whole she's like i don't believe in that and i was like okay then i won't touch him she's like no but go ahead and touch him if you want and i was like okay but you said you didn't believe in that so Mm. but she was like a different religion from what i Mm. am she's like straight up i think like christian christian obviously Mm. catholic derives from christianity but which is funny because i don't really associate it with religion but it is because mm-hmm. like the barrier is like it's it's yes, the prayers it's the prayers um but i don't know i do believe in it because like then you can see like when the little cracked egg mm-hmm. and how it comes out all boiled yes and all crazy and then you do feel better after like you it's do. crazy and then another one i think they were doing like a lot of awful to my hair because because my grandma my mom's mom noticed and she told my mom she was like um bring carnations and bring some limes and my mom was like okay uh, i'll do that and then she was like yeah because i noticed that her hair is like really fucked up so (laughs) so we need to fix it like más peor de lo que you know that it can be and so then i remember my grandma like she sat me and she just started like getting my hair getting the carnations getting the limes and all this and that and then she was like i want you to feel them and literally do the carnations were wilted Mm. and it wasn't from her like hitting my hair like they were almost dry Eek. And then the lemons were hard. How do you explain the lemons being from juicy to hard? Mm. And so my grandma was like, we might have to do another one of these. And so she just made me like tie it in a bag. And again, with the religious thing, mm. dijo que donde hacía una cruz, like the streets, that's, yeah, where, that's, that's where I have to like throw it or whatever, throw the bag. Um, But yeah, so that's another one. But yeah, that whole ojo thing, the only thing I don't like about it now is that it's like kind of pop culture-ish. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are just using people it. People are just wearing them and they don't know what they, just, what they, they don't mean. know what it means. And then I think my cousin was talking about how one of her friends, well, not her friends, one of her, one of the, because she's in a sorority, so, like, she hangs out with a lot of sorority, like, other sororities and stuff. And, like, one particular girl, she got el ojo, like, the eye tattooed on her. And she told her, you know you're dumb for doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And that the girl, um, she was like, well, I really like it and blah, blah, and I know what it represents. And then my my cousin was like, but do you know that that's getting negative energy? So, like, it's going to mm-hmm. stay with you forever because it's tattooed on you. And then the girl was like, oh, no way. And then my cousin was like, yes, like, that's what that's for. Like, it's supposed to take the negative energy away. And some people also state that if you have a jewelry piece and it breaks, 
like you just gotta throw it away right away mm-hmm. because it's you know it's yeah. me- my parents got me one really but um yeah i don't i don't wear it a lot but shit I don't, thing, wear, I don't wear it breaks, either. If that thing breaks, I'm throwing it away. But yeah. I, I like. I think it's pretty, and I do like it. Um, but yeah, and it's it's really interesting because like my mom, my mom will do it to our pets too. Uh-huh. If they were like all like oh, I remember you saying que los barres sometimes yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um, after like a death in the family, they're like oh, like kind of kind of yeah, like or if sometimes like we think sometimes um some of our neighbors would scare them or kind of chase after them or something mm-hmm. and they're kind of jittery mm-hmm. um yes. <laughs> and, and then, like, and then yes. it starts to go away like for real for real if not like they could last days like mm-hmm. that and then like she'll do it and then like um, and it could be placebo effect but listen it, it works, it works yes. and what works works okay mm-hmm. and it's interesting because then there's also too like yeah like la planta and I don't know what the planta is. Oh, the planta is just um any plant that you have at home. So like if somebody brings, but it's a specific one, I think. Well, it's like that, isn't it? It's not an ivy plant. It's like those plants that can grow really long and all this and that. I don't know what the plant is called, but it's honestly any plant. Okay, but there's think... one in specific that my mom will use, mm-hmm. and um and it's the same thing. Like you do it and then you go and like dump it and like eat like buy like. Oh, I thought or... you meant the one where, like, if you have a plant at home and people oh, no. come into your household and they that, bring... Yeah, that is any plant. And they bring, like, bad vibes. Not just to you. It could be towards just you. Um, but or just in house. general, like, vibes from outside, you know, tienen envidia, like, to other people or anything like that. Um, or that they're die. just messy, like, the plant will wilt. Yeah. And, and so that, that's like, oh, I don't, I don't like too. that person, you know, because they bring bad vibes or whatever. That happens to, to us too with certain people. But no, I mean, like, there's a specific plant that you can also use instead of the egg. Um, yes. And so, I don't know what plant it is. Yeah. And so, for those of you, if any of you are confused, so basically, if you do get, you give someone a whole form, like looking at them too hard or like thinking about them too hard mm-hmm. and you don't touch that thing or that person, the saying is like, oh, they get a whole, and they then you all. have to. Um, do this like ritual with an egg which is basically like rubbing the egg all all over their body and saying prayers um but you can do that instead of the egg with a little plant um that my mom like my mom has like she grows or whatever or she used to and um sometimes she would use that and I don't know fully the differences of why you would use one over the other I'm sure my mom does yeah um we all like we grew up knowing that that's what it was for and one time my mom stepped outside into our porch and she saw the plant there. Oh, and shit. she was like, someone came to throw their fucking bad vibes on our front porch. And she was all scared. What? Guess what it was? Poop? No. It was, <laughs> it, like, was it no. was the plant. But the way it got there was my brother had his friend over. Uh, this is when they were young. They were like 13 or something. Or like even younger than that. And he was about to walk home. Like, my, like his friend. Mm-hmm. And he was scared about walking home. So my brother lo queso, like he took the plant para arreglo, and then just like dumped it there because he didn't know like oh you have to take it like mm-hmm. and dump it properly. Look at that, your mom. <laughs> and your then mom I was like, oh my god. And, and so it's like a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so like whenever I see people wearing, I'm like, do you really know what that is, mm-hmm. or are you just wearing because you think it's kind of cool? Because you think it's kind of cool and it's a trend and all this and mm-hmm. that. But yeah. Like nobody, nobody knew about the evil eye, and then all of a sudden, everybody's like, "I'm scaring the bad, the bad vibes." Oh, but when I wore it, it was fucking brujería or something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's how I feel about that. Yeah, I think the only other 
um like specifically mexican superstition is like la llorona i don't know if that's technically it, it is a superstition think, is it a superstition i feel like it's more like a spooky story i don't know because it's like oh like if you hear her it's like they're coming to take your kids this or that yeah like it could be or it could not be but um we can talk about it more in the next section yes because i actually wrote a paper about that that i kind of yeah. made like a um like a connection with it was for my Latin Latinos and Mexican American mm-hmm. literature. Okay, so yes, yeah, so we discussed that. You know what? Let me say one more. So my grandma, whenever it would rain, mm-hmm. she would um she she would like bring salt out. Like mm-hmm. she would go outside because Davi and Phil or whatever, and she wanted it to go away. So she would use salt and a knife, and with the salt yeah. and the knife, she would do like the sign of the cross. I don't know about the salt, but the knife, yeah. Yeah, like she, you she do like do, a specific. She would do both motions or uh-huh. whatever. And I swear, I think my mom did it once and it worked. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, look, look at the weather witch out there. We still call my mom a witch for all that she. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. Every, everybody like all the señoras be knowing about this mm-hmm. in our culture. So, but it's funny because I guess now we're señoras because we talk about this we or get whatever. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, thank you for listening to this part. Stay tuned for a spooky story. So we talked about some superstitions and we talked earlier about whether we believe in ghosts or not. So, Cello, talk to us about the experiences. We mentioned these earlier. Yes. But what are some things that have actually happened to you? I don't know why, but they always come to me. But I think it's mm-hmm. because they feed off of my fear that they're like, oh, let's get this bitch. I've always said Cello's open to it. I, like, like not, I guess not open to it, but you, your spirituality is yeah, more open. Yes, for sure. So, okay. So one that I can remember is when we went to Colorado and Ooh. then we went to the Stanley Hotel. So what Melissa likes to do is that if she's going to book a tour, like a ghost tour or whatever, she always gets the day one. Sometimes they have a, a history day one. specific mm-hmm. one in the day and then a spooky one at night. Yeah. So the day one is really good because, you know, I'll enjoy it. But the night one is really spooky. <laughs> so this one, they took us to like the auditorium, I guess. Because that man built it for his wife because obviously mm-hmm. back then women couldn't perform um, in any auditorium any or whatever. Yeah. yeah, in any stage. So he built it for her. And fun fact, she only played the piano one time and then she said, fuck that shit. I got, I got she stage got it. She right. Got, yeah. yeah. So she was like, I'm not playing anymore. So, Ugh, you know. So But in one particular, obviously that was the auditorium. So there would be like a lot of um, plays and stuff. So they said that in one particular night, um, a little girl died, right? I d- Either they enough, kicked I her out and she story. died. You know what I think it was? I think she was taking, I think she was homeless and was taking refuge in there. Mm-hmm. And, and then they kicked died. her out literally when it was like a fucking blizzard in Colorado. Yeah. So that's why they say that if you go in the room where she was at and they give you like a lollipop in the tour and they make you like put it like to stand still on your palm. Mm-hmm. They turn off the lights and then mm-hmm. they're like, just call out to Lucy and she'll drop the lollipop because that's what she wants. Mm-hmm. And when she drops it, you'll feel like chills. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. obviously, like she, will get uh-huh, cold. it'll get cold. And that was me. I'm like, oh, it's because she died out in the cold. So, yeah. She, <laughs> she, oh. um, so, you know, we do it and whatever. And then my lollipop falls. Mm-hmm. Now that it was just me, <laughs> it's like it was not her. She's in denial. So, yeah. So, I'm always like, it was, so that was one. Meanwhile, me, I'm over here like... She's all calling her out. like, Lucy, are you here? Like, kind of scared, but also not thinking anything's going to happen. And sure enough, nothing happens to me, but it happens to Cello. 
And then another one, it was at the same one. So they take us through like the little tunnels where all the employees go and whatever. And I think it was during the day tour, right? I think it was no. a day. No, it was, was it? They they took us both times, but I think it happened during the day tour when I felt. Are you it. sure? Would you have gone in the second time <coughs> if it had happened the first time? I think so because I mean, why would I not? We had already gotten the tickets. Okay. So uh, yeah. I'll trust you on that one. I think you'll so, know more than me. So I think we got it. I think it was during the daytime tour. So like the history tour. Mm-hmm. They take us through the tunnels and we're all lined up against the... Um, it's like the rocks. Yeah, like, like the rocks of rock. them. And so then I had a sweater on and I felt someone tug my sweater. Mm-hmm. Like tugged it enough to where like I moved and I looked and mm-hmm. I was, nothing's there. You're right. Because they didn't tell us about... Yeah, the, and then that's yeah. when we found out. And then at the night tour... Yeah, because that happened and she mentioned mm-hmm. it and that was kind of... You were a little scared because it was dark. Yeah. But that's it. They just told us about the history. Mm-hmm. And then we come back. And then when we came back, the tour guide, he was like, oh, yeah, like, there's something around here. Like, one of our... One of our... Like, the people that were there or whatever doing the tour, they took a picture and it was mm-hmm. like this, like, I don't know, like, this nasty, like, weird looking thing. thing. Almost like I Am Legend. Like, if you've mm-hmm. seen that movie, I Am Legend type. Like, it was on top of it. Thing. And then I told Melissa, I was like, what if it was that that was tugging at my and sweater? And we were, it wasn't the exact same spot we have been standing in before. Yes, where they it was. Seen it. So, it's just, what a kawinky dink that it happened in the same spot in the same place and they didn't even tell us on the first like, no they, on the didn't. Historical, they didn't mention, they didn't mention yeah. anything about right. happening there or whatever and all that but during the night one they did but it happened during the day because i was like oh shit maybe that's what was tucking at me yeah so yeah that that's honestly some stuff some of the ones two of the ones that i can remember yeah so yeah i don't have any i i've already mentioned it i think i don't know what it is i think maybe i'm not as open to it or or i don't know but I know my mom's had a lot of experiences, things like hearing chains in our house. Oh, heck no. And to the point where she was scared enough to call my dad to come back home from work. I think he told me this. And have him go up to the to the attic to mm-hmm. check because she was so convinced something was up there. And when nothing was up there, it was like, well, what did I hear? Um, those were some things after my grandma died. She said she would see her a lot. Um and like like see her like at the house mm-hmm. um and then my uh dad took her all the way to mexico to like see her at the cemetery oh my gosh to like for her to say goodbye goodbye oh that's what she was waiting for i her, think so to go with peace yeah mm-hmm. and there's been other a bunch of other dreams related to that to like people passing away and her mm-hmm. having very specific dreams mm-hmm. Um, about some of that stuff. Another was when we first moved into the house where we're at now or where they're at now. Um, it was like the first house that they bought and my grandpa passed away before in, in there, my, my, um, mom's dad. And when we first moved in there, there would be a lot of things like blinds kind of moving up and down mm-hmm. on their own and, and footsteps and, oh my and doors and, and that kind of stuff. And See, that would freak me out. I have never experienced something like that because I don't know what I would do. And my mom always said that that was her dad. And so what she did is she went step by step talking to him, telling him, oh, like, dad, like, here's the living room. Oh, wow. Here's, like, here's... See, your mom is brave. Because mm-hmm. she really felt like she wasn't scared. Like, she mm-hmm. felt like this is a good spirit. A good spirit, yes. Compared to, like, the time that she was the chains where she was really, really mm-hmm. scared. Um, And so that time, yeah, she did that walkthrough. And everything was fine. Yeah, he was curious. 
mm-hmm. because he never got to see the house. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's obviously stuff in Mexico, like in my mom's childhood bedroom where I slept at, where she said that she would sleep and then feel something sit. Mm-mm. And I remember being there and everybody was outside fucking partying. And I was inside, you know, Ty, you know me wanting to go to bed. <laughs> and um, I was facing, yeah, like I was facing like the wall slash window. Um, and I was just so scared. That I would feel somebody sit behind. I was so fucking scared. That's I was like, they call that cuando se te sube el muerto. Because mm. my dad's had a lot of experience. Yeah. So I feel like my mom's had a lot, but also my grandma used to be boards in that house too. So that was a cool thing. And that's why since then, like, my grandma's like, fuck that. None of y'all are playing with Ouija boards. And so then my mom's always been like, fuck that. You're never playing with Ouija boards. Oh, yeah, we don't mess with those. So I don't mess with those. <laughs> that's crazy. Funny enough, mentioning Ouija, my cousin mm-hmm. Natalie one time, she. Mind you, so my aunt, um, she no, would she, did she, she would sign us up. She would sign us up for the angel tree, cause um, yeah. cause one of her employees, um, well, one of her coworkers was like, you should sign up the kids. Like, you know, they would get a lot of stuff and blah blah. And so, like, yeah, like you would write down what you want, and literally, dude, they would give you like a shit ton of presents. Really? Like, I think one year I asked for journals. I think I had like twenty journals. <laughs> and yeah and so then whenever Natalie was opening her gift, like we were all like going around, like everybody opening the gift, she opened hers. As soon as we saw that pink Ouija board, we were like, <gasps> my and my grandma was like, no, Leticia, tienes que regresar eso. And funny enough, like, these angel tree donations came from a Christian church. Mm. So we're like, why would they give That's that? so yeah. funny. And yeah, and it was like the whole, like, story of, like, my grandma trying to throw away that thing and, like, you couldn't get rid of it. You couldn't. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. And it's so interesting because there's also that conversation boy, like it's mm-hmm. literally but it's like, well, like, maybe, like, the ones that they sell in stores are toys. toys. But, <laughs> um... Yeah, it's yeah. I would never. I would. Never. I would never either. No, that's not something I would touch. Do you want to talk about your haunted? Well, I've never experienced anything in the room. Other people have experienced seeing someone standing at my door, though. Did you hear a cat or see a cat? Oh, that was when my grandma was here, but it wasn't in my room. I saw it like oh. in the house. Okay, so let's talk about the cat one first. It was a black cat too. So I'm trying to protect you, maybe. But um, so my grandma, my grandma too. She'd be going through a lot of shit. So my grandma, she always sees this man like over there at the house in Mexico. She would always, when they first got it, she would always see this man like with his little like um I don't know what you call it like not a gabán it's a it's something like his blanket. Mm-hmm. He like I see you know and walking with his sombrero on and everything. She would never see his face though. She only saw like the back of him mm-hmm. and him walking and stuff. And I think he had like a chain too, but he wasn't chained like he just had it. And so she would turn and then the people were like Consuelo, no has visto ahí like because her name Consuelo también. So they're like, Consuelo, you haven't seen like the man or whatever and all that. And my and my grandma was like, Yes, what do I know about him? They're like, We don't know, girl. Like you just need to ask him where the money at so I can go get it. Because it's because they want you to go find something. Interesting. It's either fortune or like they want you to go find stuff that they want something solved. But they're like for that particular man, they said that he was rich. So they're like, he's just trying to get you to the to the money. And then um one time when we went to Mexico. My grandma was up like fixing the dishes because when mm-hmm. we go now there's more rooms. But when we when we would go like during those times, my parents would sleep. Me and my, my parents and I we would sleep in my grandma's room, and my mm-hmm. grandma would have like her full out bed, and she would sleep like in the kitchen. Yeah. So we were right next to each other, yeah. and then um my mom got up and she was like, "Chelo, um, se puso a lavar los trastes because she was putting up dishes," mm-hmm. and my grandma was like, "No, you didn't hear all that commotion last night." And my mom was like, "What do you mean commotion?" And then she was like, yeah, that idiot came and dropped all the dishes on me. Like, oh. toda la vitrina, like, yeah. the whole, like, the whole thing with all the dishes, like, he threw them. 
Dang. And so she was picking them up. That happened too at, at my like my mom's house growing up. Like it's still in our family. Um, with like dishes moving around and like you would hear mm-hmm. like the dishes moving, almost like someone was coming home to eat yeah. dinner. Um yeah. yeah. But that's crazy because I remember like my mom and like her best friend actually um having like a really really um like i don't remember the conversation because i was so little but i remember them talking about oh like if you are seeing something like that you should never say like you should never call out to them or say something like come at me or like whatever like like kind of like um stand up to them or Mm -hmm. stand up to them isn't the right term that i'm looking for but um ask them to show themselves or present themselves because then what's going to happen is someone will come to your door like it'll like actually show up in physical form and that that's dangerous but i have heard on the other flip side that you should stand up to them if you if there's something like bothering you in the house like like actually like forcefully say don't bother me you're not welcome here and that they will yeah i think i've I've heard that one about like telling them like that so then my grandma now because of that man she's always had to sleep with the light a night light on me too i sleep with the night light on i think for the same reason too that i don't be fucking scared so <laughs> I know you do. Um, so whenever she she comes for, to the U.S., she'll sleep in my room, mm-hmm. and so then I'll just sleep like on my on the floor the floor bed or whatever. But this particular night, like sometimes I guess she doesn't feel comfortable enough, and she had just talked that day too. She was like, "Oh, like I wonder if he followed me here." And my dad was like, "No, like you're over here. He's not gonna be crossing the border or whatever with you." <laughs> <laughs> And then just call ice, like you know, like my dad always tries to make like fun of everything, you know, so that like to <laughs> alleviate, you know, the the mood or whatever. And then, um, so like we were all laughing or whatever, and um, all of a sudden, like I just see a fucking black cat mm-hmm. running. I I guess yeah, from my room, like running from my room to the laundry room, and mm-hmm. so I'm all scared. And I go to my parents' room, and I'm like, un gato negro, un gato negro. Then my dad got up, and he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I saw a black cat. Like, I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. And so he went and checked in the garage, nothing. We checked in the laundry room, because they're, they're, the rooms are right next to each other. Like, the garage mm-hmm. and the laundry room. And so in, in the laundry room, he has to go through the laundry room to get to the garage. And mm-hmm. he's like, there's nothing. He was checking behind the appliances, nothing. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, where did you see it? He went and checked in my room, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think he did, like, a whole walkthrough through the house, and he saw nothing. Now I was like, I clearly saw a fucking black cat. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe cats are there to like protect you. Um, it's because I feel like I feel that too with our cats and even dogs, where I feel so safe mm-hmm. because well, if Luna's not freaking out, then it's fine. Yeah, There's because they, they here. Yeah, you they the say that like dogs is, can see black and white, blah blah. And yeah, and that. that cats can sense spirits, and ah, so they're there okay. to protect you. Um, and so when I hear. Oh, there was a cat. It's like, oh, maybe there was something tied to your grandma, mm-hmm. and the cat was somehow yeah. protecting your grandma or the house or y'all or whatever. But obviously, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, <laughs> like we don't know. And so, go to see my grandma. I think ever since that day, she would just sleep with the light on, like my mm-hmm. room light on. And I mean, mm-hmm. it wouldn't bother me, you know, because I I would knock out like I would knock out. Yeah, I remember like that had to I had some getting used to with you sleeping with a nightlight because I don't <laughs> and my nightlight was so small too it's because yeah. we've always been used to having like a nightlight because when my grandpa lived with us we would leave the restroom light on so mm-hmm. it could be easier for him to know where the restroom was at mm-hmm. and then I mean now even now I sleep with like the nightlight the bad bunny one that you gave me for my birthday mm-hmm. and then in college I had the hello kitty, hello kitty. which still works but I mean yeah. el, 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 el bad bunny one so mm-hmm. I leave that one on 
And um, I'm not as bad as my mom. My mom has to have complete darkness or she can't sleep. Oh, really? With me, it's just like, oh, it bothers me a little bit, but if I turn the other way, I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. But yeah, I mean, I can't. But yeah, so, so interesting. then about my room. So um, there's like some bad stuff happening or whatever. And then my mom, oh, no, 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 this is what happened. Okay. So the first instance, um, we had family friends over and they have a daughter. So then the daughter was under the table while we were all talking. And then all of a sudden you just hear her fucking scream out of nowhere. Like first she's playing. Then all of a sudden she's just like screaming, like screaming, like that type of screaming where you're like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you okay? And her mom went down to go get her, like to pull her out. And then my dad was like, you know, I was looking around because what if there's a rat or something? Like, you don't know what's there. I own a snake or algo, you know, like you never know what Mm. got in from the freaking, um, the backyard or whatever. And so my dad was like, no, I know, I know. And like, she grabbed her, like after she grabbed her, she just started crying. Like her mom started crying and crying. And we're like, Josie, está bien? Like, she's fine. Like, you're okay. She's like, no, she's like, you don't understand. When I was pulling her, I felt someone was pulling her back. Oh, like I even have chills talking about it right now she was like i felt like somebody was pulling her back and she was crying and crying and then my mom was like no like you're okay you're okay but i think before that or maybe after that my godson saw something in my room so my brother and his girlfriend were in his room and then mason was like just playing up and down like the little hallway that we have Mm. and then that all of a sudden they just saw him run inside my brother's room and like sort of hiding and that he was like kind of hyperventilating, like his his heart was beating really fast. You get that though, he like desesperado. And then my brother was like, "Gordo, what happened? Like, are you okay?" And he was like, "There's a man in Nina's room. There's a man." And that they just looked, and they're like, "There's nothing there. Like, what do you mean there's a man there?" The way and, I would have thought intruder, bitch. I yeah. Ran out that back and door then, so um, I think during that time I was either like over at your place or we were on a trip. Mm. And so they never told me about it until after what happened with the family friend's daughter. And so then after that happened. Oh, I mean, I just sleep. I mean, I'm fine. I mean, it's, and they haven't come to me, you know, and I hope they don't either. That's not my problem. But I think it's because I always pray and I'm always like, oh, you know, like, let it all be good or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then um, another time, too, my brother said that his friend was like, um, I think I see like a shadow in your sister's room. Yeah. And so then Chaparro was like, oh, yeah, um, our godson has seen a man in there. So it might be him. And then his friend was like, what the fuck? I think it's time for me to leave. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, he left. Like, he got scared and he left. But um, later on, like, I guess when all that was happening. And then I guess when it got real serious, because my dad, um, my mom had told my dad, like, oh, like, let's get someone to come and see the house mm-hmm. to see if there's something in here. And then my dad was like, no, like, we'll be fine. But once it happened to, like, my godson, he was like, okay, we need to get someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also for me, another instance, I... Um, I, my door was open. I was in the living room. My dad was there in the living room with me. I think my mom was getting ready because we were going somewhere. And then I just see my door like close. I see my door close and then I just start crying. And I was like, mi puerta. And my dad was like, why? Ale, mi puerta se cerró. <laughs> and then he thought I said, mi abuela se murió. <gasps> yeah. And so he was like, ¿Qué? ¿Qué? And I was like, I was like, mi puerta. And then like, he obviously like cussed back because you know, like if he heard that. He was like, pendeja, pensé que dijiste que tu abuela se había muerto. Y yo te iba a decir, ¿qué? ¿Cómo sabes? And I was like, no, I was like, my door closed, mi puerta se cerró. And then um, he grabbed the holy water that we have and he just started praying. I mean, praying. He started spraying, like just spraying it all over my room. And then, um, and then I think when I finally went into the room, like, I mean, I had to sleep there, you know? I finally went into the room. I saw that my backpack had fallen over. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I told myself, I was like, oh, the backpack fell. It made it get closed. Mm-hmm. and all this and that but then whenever they went to go like check the house or whatever 
this um the lady told my mom like there's something in her room she was like but um she's lucky enough because your dad is the one protecting her mm. and i was like oh shit <laughs> and then um she did like these little things out of rosemary she did like little wreaths and then with red because apparently red like um scares the spirits mm. away that's why little babies like mexican babies you'll see them with red bracelets or whatever mm. and then um she put one she had told us to put them on the inside top of each door mm. So, like, if you have an entry door, it would be, like, on top. Pero adentro, no por fuera. Mm. And then um, for my room, she did, my brother was putting the one inside, and then it fell. And then I gave it back to my brother, and then it broke. And then we went and told her, we're like, does my mom make a new one, or does she just fix this one? Because my mom was making it. And then she was like, what happened? We're like, well, first it fell, and then it broke. And then she sort of laughed, and she was like, yeah, I knew that would happen. So I guess, like, the spirit was like, hell now, you know, like, I'm going to stay here or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so then um, she was like, okay, she's like, for your room, we're going to put one in the front of your door and then in the back. So I don't know if you saw it, like, whenever <laughs> you were in the house, whenever you were over there. I'm glad we don't hang in your room, girl. No. Well, we only did it for, like, that one podcast. I, know, and I forgot. Yeah, but, not, I, I mean, mean, I'm not going in there. No, but there's nothing in there. I mean, I've, I've never had anything, like, happen to me specifically. And I guess, I mean, because, like, my mom's um, family friend had told us, you know, that my grandpa's there protecting me and whatnot. Oh, your grandpa. Yeah, I'm my grandpa. No, 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 not my dad, my grandpa. Oh. She said, she said that, she said there is... There is a spirit in there and whatever. She was like, but um, your dad's the one. Like, she told my mom, your dad's the one protecting her. Oh, okay. Yeah, so my grandma. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, what can I do? I remember you saying stuff would happen in our dorm, too. Like, I think it was only, like, one time, though, like, when the light. the restroom. Yeah, the, the light. restroom light had, I had turned it off because, obviously, we always turn off the restroom light. And then, all of a sudden, the light was back on. Like, I saw that the light was on with the door closed. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I immediately called my mom and my mom was like, no, like maybe you just forgot to turn it off. I was like, mom, I don't ever forget to like click it off. I was like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. And then she was like, pues rezale, because I think it had been like recently my grandma had passed. And so she was like, pues rezale, you know, like pray to your grandma, pray to your grandpa, the one that had passed away, my dad's dad. And then um, that's all I did. And then I felt better. Like, I mean, I wasn't feeling scared or anything. So for me, prayer really helps a lot in those type of situations. So that's all I do. I just break area. Interesting. Because I've never, yeah, I've never had anything happen. But it's like one of my, my favorite podcasts says they're the host. They're not religious at all. One of them group Catholic, but they're, they obviously they're a recovering Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, if that shit happens to me, real quick, I'm going to be religious. Real quick, I'm going to be praying <laughs> to Jesus. Yeah. It's like, bro, I feel like that would be me. Yeah, no. Like, Something that supposedly helps, yeah. like, I'm going to be praying to everything and everyone. And for me, well. yeah, it's, it's it's that faith. For me, it's always that faith. And then, like, talking about faith, like, whenever my grandpa, my dad's dad had passed, I always had this thing where, like, I would pray and I would, like, uh, I would always, like, tell God. I would be, like, you know, if they're at the place that they have to be, which is obviously heaven. Like, for me, you know, I believe mm-hmm. that we're all going to heaven. Um, I was, like, if he's there already at the place, at the destination that he needs to get to, all that let me dream about him mm-hmm. and i never dreamed about him mm-hmm. and then my grandma passed and i asked the same for him for her and literally i think that maybe like after we buried her or anything like that i don't think it took that long for me to dream about her but then after i dreamed about her i dreamed about my first grandpa that passed too and then the one that that passed in 2018 my dad's my mom's dad um tambien a él, I, I right away i dreamed him so i'm always like dang like what happened with that first grandpa that it <laughs> took me like years to dream him yeah yeah, so it took Maybe me he years. Has, like unfinished business, you know how they yeah, say Yeah, that's how they say. So, um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's a lot about my faith. So, some spooky stories. I know, like right now, I'm like spooky. shaking. And, like, I know. 
Do you want to maybe get a joke or something I guess to help to... us feel better? Okay, let's see. What jokes do we have? Tell me a joke. Make me laugh. Um... Make me slap, slap the knee. What are you looking for? Ghost puns, ghost one-liners, best ghost jokes, or final thoughts? Wait, no. Yeah, I was like, final thoughts sounds scary. Let's do a little pun. Okay. okay, where do ghosts buy their clothes? That should be at a boutique. Boutique? Boutique. <laughs> I was going to say something about Ross, but I'm like, I don't know how that Ross? <laughs> I was like, it's cheap, you know, they'll find a deal. Hey, for sure. Cute, cute. Well, all right. I hope you enjoyed our spooky stories. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a little shooken up. <laughs> I know. About I it, know. But... So send us if you relate, if you've had any spooky stories of your own. And yeah, let's let's celebrate the spooky month. Hey. Hey. So thank y'all for joining us on this spooky edition, a spooky edition of this episode. We're so close to Halloween now, so I hope you're making plans to celebrate. I hope you'll share these superstitions with your PLP. See if um, y'all have both heard the same ones or how y'all differ and let us know about your spooky stories. And so we'll end how we usually do with our little BFF game. You want to choose first this time? Let's do green. We did blue last time, right? Okay. Green it is. Okay. It says, what condiment or sauce could I drink the most of? Do a lot of buffalo, a lot of ranch. So which one? You do a lot of ketchup too. Um, to drink? To drink. Uh-huh. I, I, I'll say ketchup. I say ketchup too? Yeah. I like buffalo, girl. What the fuck? Yeah. That's how I was Enchilada. like, what to drink? Like, it's different, yeah. you know? Okay. Oh, there's a lot of green. Now. What musical artist am I ashamed to admit I used to listen to? Oh, damn. I don't even know what you listen to. <laughs> I don't know that I'm ashamed. I don't think you've ever been ashamed of anyone you listen to. Maybe Kanye West. I don't know. I didn't listen to him like that to say I'm ashamed. Yeah, of to say you're ashamed. And also, his music was pretty bomb back in the day. So, you know, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I would have an answer for that either. Not even like Jared Leto from eh, I'm not 30 Seconds to Mars. I mean, it's whatever, you know. It's whatever. Because they were like a big band back in the day, mm-hmm. too. That's It might have been on my Disney shit, but I don't care. I'll say that shit now. But I don't think you're embarrassed. Yeah, that's what I say. Cool. I, I think I used to be, maybe. Embarrassed? Mm-hmm. About listening to Disney? Well, like, the, like you know, because people were, would always be like, oh, like the top songs, like these are, and I would never recognize them. Oh. And so I feel like, oh, like, I guess, like, my music taste is mm-hmm. kind of shitty, but I don't. And I also just listen to different things. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just that, like... But now I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. I listen to what I listen to. But all right. All right. So next episode will be our special episode. So one of our bonus. We'll be dropping the first episode of our third special segment, uh, book slash movie club. So join us on the last Friday in September. Look at our social media for which book we will be reviewing soon. Spoiler alert. It's recently been released as a movie. So drop your... Drop your guesses. Alright, see y'all soon. Bye! You've been listening to Platonic Life Partners, created and hosted by Consuelo Morales and Melissa Villarreal, produced by Michael Valdez, Consuelo Morales, and Melissa Villarreal, logo designed by Dani Lopez Rojina, social media photography by Liliana Salas. Find us on all social media platforms at POP Podcast 94. 
or email us at platoniclifepartners94 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and join us again next time. Cha-cha!